This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte therefore we are back with the hafta I am Abhinandan Sekri. So joining us on the hafta today we have our in-house panel our managing editor Raman Kripal. Hi. And Anand Vardhan hello Anand. Hello. Manisha is joining us from her house because she has uh, I don't know she she's done some sort of ankle she fell or something. I sprained it. You sprained it because usually I, when I she's have, in, I have a soft tissue injury. And joining us from Mumbai is our panelist Amit Verma. Hi, Amit. Hey, Abhinandan. What's up? Pleased to be here. Well, pleasure to have you. I'll just introduce you to our guests. Amit is an extremely accomplished media professional. He is a writer and columnist. In fact, I see his little blurbs on uh, Times of India that appear every day, right? Or is it? Uh, I used to write weekly limericks for them. Now I yeah. write columns occasionally for them. The limericks have kind of stopped for a while. Right. So uh, he's based out of Mumbai. He's been a journalist since 2001. He's he was managing editor of Crick Info for a few years and has been a columnist for every major Indian publication. He's the editor of ThinkPragati.com. He's won the prestigious Basia Prize for Journalism in 2007 and 2015. and he's also known for his blog India Uncut and his podcast The Seen and Unseen. Meanwhile, I'll just tell you what dominated news headlines, front page and debates the last week. There was Justice Sikri's controversy regarding his post retirement assignment which he has now The unending CBI saga. Yeah, now that's It's every every week there's a new twist. Exactly. Although he's now kind of said that he will not take up that post and the yeah. post that he had been approved for was the London based Commonwealth Secretariat arbitral tribunal so uh, that was one then of course there was the usual cbi saga like she said um, prashant bhushan has moved court saying that the new person cannot take charge then the biggest news of the week which actually was noisiest was the former student union leaders kanhaiya kumar umar khaled and a few others have been charged with sedition the charge sheet has been filed that led to major fireworks on channels it was very entertaining i'm sure it's worrying for the people involved but i did not see such hysteria in a long time and every now and then it was just good to check it out then rajkumar hirani has been accused of sexual assault by a woman working on the sets of sanju it did not got that much coverage but i read a few pieces about it i just like to ask the panel what they think of um is the me too kind of died that's why one doesn't hear about it and what is the reasons for its kind of well not death but it not being as visible as it was some time ago then the caravan did a cover story on ajit doval's sons who run a web of one of them who runs a web of companies including a cayman island based hedge fund um that story was making major rounds on online till yesterday uh, i haven't seen it been picked up by uh, legacy media yet i wonder why and modi wins the first ever philip kotler presidential award what is this award bhai it has caused so much of confusion and debate philip kotler has stepped in some website has gone missing maybe we can shed some light on what that was about and no bjp rathyatra for now in bengal says the supreme court and they say the bengal uh, government's worry is not unfounded but can i just start off with uh, i'll just come to amit and then we'll come to manisha there was a report on um which was not confirmed uh that arun jetli is gone for cancer treatment i think the wire reported that yeah wire reported and uh, of course there's no confirmation for that they said he may not be back to present the budget today we he will probably be back to present the budget i just wanted to know uh, from everyone starting with amit the ethics of i don't know whether he has cancer or not i have no reason to believe it yet because no one from that side has said so but 
in case he does, he has some illness. And I remember a similar debate had come during Sonia's time, and that was treated quite differently. She was overseas for treatment. No one knew where she was, what the treatment was. There was speculation, but no news media reported it as such. And I remember there were rumors that it's cancer. Someone saying it's not cancer. Is it okay for a news media outfit to go public like this on someone because maybe he hasn't told his family? The ethics of it, or if you're a public person, it's all game. Uh, I think as far uh, you know, even public people have private lives. So in the case of Sonia Gandhi, for example, I would say that no, sometimes you need to respect privacy. But in Mr. Jaitley's case, he's actually a minister in the government. He's working for us. He's uh, by definition a public servant, and I think it's fair enough to a certain extent to know what the situation is. Is he, you know? Uh, Uh, fulfilling his duties is 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 he fit to do what he's? I mean, one can of course uh, uh, say that the finance ministry is anywhere run from the PMO. So what difference does it make? But hmm. uh, uh, regardless of that, I think when it comes to ministers and public servants here, yeah, the media has uh, just a right but a duty to uh, uh, sort of uh, keep the public uh, abreast of uh, what is happening. But otherwise, I would say private lives are uh, private lives. We should not uh, get too much into them. And and in our polarized times, the way the discourse. Is this kind of you know? Yesterday, Amit Shah was, uh, I think, uh, said he had swine flu and mm. was uh, taking treatment for it. And the amount of snark on Twitter about that is quite distressing. I mean, I'm an opponent of Modi and Shah, but nevertheless, these are things which I think one should not really uh, comment much on. And uh, in sure. Shah's case, he's not even technically a public servant; he's yeah. a president of a party, so it's fine. It's when my taxpayers' money is involved that I'm concerned, and I want to hold those people accountable. So, you know, how long Mr. Jaitley will be absent and unable to do his duties is a matter for the media to look into. Yeah, I I agree to some extent, but I was wondering about just the cancer bit. Manisha, could you come in, like that? He has cancer. That so is... what I do know is that this news was doing the rounds for a, for about two days, and no one in the mainstream media wanted to report on it. But reporters sort of knew that this was happening, and then Wire, of course, published a piece. And I'm sure that such a thing you wouldn't publish without having some solid, uh, you Evidence. know, sources telling mm. you that he does have cancer. I don't. I, don't, I think it'd be very very irresponsible if they just published it without actually confirming that he has cancer. And I. Uh, Your question is basically: Should you, it's okay yeah. to say if he's unwell and yeah, he's away? Should you mention the disease? If exactly, you can say that he's there for treatment, but should one say he has cancer if it's I think, not public? I think if you're a public person and he holds a public post, there should be discussions around this, and it, it, you should tell people. You know, look at Bollywood. Like whenever any of these stars have cancers, they post pictures or they. Irfan Khan wrote a whole long post about the disease he has. So I do think public. If you're in a public uh, space. Uh, you should there should be healthy conversations around it if he's unwell he's unwell he's gone for treatment he's gone for treatment it shouldn't be like this oh can't talk about this hush hush thing now coming to the award let's get the frivolous stuff out of the way first anand why don't you start this time and then we'll go to amit what, what like what is i mean uh, let me just frame this what i think the problem is award milta aate hain jaate hain the thing is because this award the person who was giving it the people involved suddenly deleted the website they deleted their twitter accounts the yeah the, the address the link did not exist i mean and when the prime minister of the country takes an award yaar wo hamare interview ke liye bhi nahi aate matlab if you want to give something to someone even even news professionals for example you know you're often invited for foundations for a conference where they fly you and fly you back even i checked 10 times yeah cuz kal the funding of that foundation is related to some you know ulfa or some jnk independence front type then as a news profession you're in shit so even a tuchcha like me checks 10 times before i accept any invitation for anything i was 
expecting the prime minister to do a more thorough check uh, so they have specific answers uh, so i thought on that it was kind of shabby anand i think we uh, still don't know much about it so, yeah, so uh, because they, they uh, are no, not telling no, us no means uh, what what i'm saying is that uh, we don't know whether it was an authentic award or not we don't also <laughs> don't know whether it was not an authentic award mm. whether it was we don't know also uh prime not prime minister but pri- i don't expect prime minister <coughs> to have time for that but yes prime, prime minister's office should check mm. uh, should check uh there have been precedents uh, in which uh, uh, public personalities uh, means uh, share dubious stages hmm. like this uh, 250 rupees mobile yeah. uh, and murli manohar joshi and lot of leaders were sharing the stage uh, when it was bells. what was it ringing uh, bells ringing bells hmm. so when it was launched uh, 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 murli manohar joshi was one high profile one but other also other leaders also shared and the a stage for its uh, launch now um, getting into the antecedents uh, of uh, people who are awarding you or who are trying to launch something in your presence is a uh, tricky but it can be done the due diligence can be done uh philip kotler has cleared a bit of air by stepping in and saying that yes yes mm. he is a known marketing figure and uh, many mbs yeah. st- is many mba students their primary textbook is written by him mm. so uh that uh, that has been a saving uh, grace for the prime minister that he stepped in and, and he authenticated that but still the paraphernalia uh, that was involved in awarding the prime minister is still dubious i think amit do you think it's done damage to a prime minister's image as the marketing genius by some very clumsy defenses of the bjp spokespersons on television regarding this award definitely and i have sort of two comments to make on this one assumes the award is genuine one assumes it's not if the award is genuine i think there should be a norm in place for public servants to not accept awards of any kind because it lead to conflicts of interest so you know things like the nobel prize and all is okay but uh, they should simply not receive any uh, private awards in the same way that there is a norm which is not followed but for government servants ki on diwali if they are sent anything more than mithais they send it back so you have to avoid not just a conflict of interest but the appearance of a conflict of interest so it should be a norm to just reject all awards secondly i think look this is this doesn't really seem to be a genuine award it's done for optics which leads to the question of who is this done uh, for because um, um, you know modi's prime constituency would not even know who kotler is and uh, you know only latians really would know who kotler is and they're not going to buy into the shit so you know who was it for it, it's just uh, the whole thing was very silly and shabbily orchestrated manisha please tell us about the whole genu fracas because you've been following the story for a long time just lay the context quickly and your comment on how the media covered it so uh, the delhi police on monday basically filed a charge sheet in the sedition case this is from 2016 the famous jnu case where kanaiya kumar umar khaled and anirban bhattacharya were charged with sedition uh, slogans were raised uh, in jnu and uh, the complaint was filed back then so it's been 3 years uh, and now the charge sheet has been filed and interestingly uh, it has been leaked to certain media groups and uh, none of the guys uh, charge sheeted have received it yet so umar khaled and uh, 
Kanayan all have not read it. Uh, I have read excerpts of it again from the media groups that it's been circulating in, and it's very. I mean, one would really have. It's a very big chat sheet, some twelve hundred pages. But from what you read, uh, the police does say that they have not. They don't see Kanayan raising slogans. Yeah. So, and uh, anyone who's covered this case would tell you. that there were slogans chanted like kashmir ki azadi or um, bharat tere tukde honge. honge all that was chanted there were videos but in those videos these were masked boys and nowhere can you see kanaiya umar or anirban anywhere in these and videos. those boys have vanished and there was a press conference yesterday where a former abvp functionary has claimed that it was the abvp behind it and when this happened plot was He was part of the ABVP. How credible yeah. is that allegation? ABVP had called Z News, so the story was that ABVP ABVP called Z News, and then Z News ran a story, and then media picked it up, and the subsequent the sedition cases, everything else followed the media coverage. So it was the media actually that right in the first two days there were like Arnab, Rahul Shankar, uh, Sudhir Chaudhary saying that ये देश दो हो रहा है और क्या आप इसके अगेंस्ट एक्शन लेंगे एंड दे एक्चुअली यूज द चार्ज शीट टू पैट देमसेल्व्स ऑन द बैक सेइंग वी वर राइट ऑल अलोंग इट्स इट्स लाइक अ इनफैक्ट जी इट्स लाइक एन लूप यू नो दैट व्हेन देयर इज ऑडियो लूप हैपेंस द स्पीकर गोस ऑन द माइक द माइक गोस ऑन द स्पीकर द स्पीकर दैट थिंग हैपेंस नो नो जी आल्सो क्लेम दैट दे हैव रेड एवरी वर्ड ऑफ द चार्ज शीट सो दे हैव द चार्ज शीट दे हैव क्लेम्ड इट ऑन टीवी बट द चार्ज शीट इज वेरी यू नो इट सेज स्टफ लाइक वी हैव प्रूफ ऑफ एसएमएसएस प्रूफ दैट Umar Khalid called um, Kanaiya to Ganga Dhaba. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, he could have. Of course, the event was organized by these guys, uh-huh. but and of course, they exchanged posters or emails discussing how to go about organizing it. But that doesn't lead to anything, you know. That's hardly a proof. And again, if you look at the sedition, the history of sedition cases, there has to be an imminent um, incitement to violence, which has not happened in this case. Mere chanting. I can actually even if. पास्ट एज वेल but what i want to discuss now is that congress is kind of trying to do this monkey balancing act because it is clearly an electoral issue that can have significant impact in kerala manisha when we start with you uh on the sabrimal well i mean congress has always this has always done the monkey balancing it was harish rawat i think who made some remarks on beef also and said that uh डिसीजन is not just like in foreign uh, international relations this michael this guy who's been extradited from what's his full name michael what christian michael mm-hmm. you know his mm-hmm. family has gone to the un saying that it's a human rights violation because the exchange was in exchange of that saudi princess or that princess from uae who had come here trying to dubai free from her family and india gave her back yeah, to the family and that's a human rights violation and this is a trade for that while that may be true neither politics nor international relations are conducted on idealism alone is there a lack of acknowledgement on that 
even in commentary yeah and you see that with that famous talk phrase like why are you politicizing the issue which every political spokesperson is asked Mm. and of course he's a politician and he will politicize but yeah i don't even think this is worth uh, a prime time debate i mean it's not like congress came out in the beginning and said oh we're going to totally stand with the women and we're going to let them enter it's not like there's not a u turn so to speak or a hypocrisy a very apparent hypocrisy that's been exposed they were always so playing safe been like dilly dallying one person will say something manish tiwari will say something else uh, they've not really put their weight behind the issue anyway for it to be a shock raman sir the moment supri- uh, it became political the moment uh, you know the supreme court uh, gave a decision on it i th- now at the end of the day i think that uh, the kerala cm is completely isolated on the issue he is trying his hard mm. very hard to implement it and all other political parties i mean congress initially was uh, not speaking much on the issue but now yes they are also speaking the same tone that the bjp is Uh, for political reasons of course so i personally feel that uh, uh, it's not a here i mean they are trying to call it is a question of faith mm. uh, but i think it is a question of uh, that freedom as supreme court uh, defined in this so you think it, case. it's it's not that yes this, yes it, i strongly feel that it is still a uh, you know gender issue let's start with amit before we come to recommendations on up Uh, how much of a sign of respect is this to the Congress by not contesting four seats? Uh, I, I I don't know the historical reasons for why parties do this, so I really can't comment. But it's it's interesting. I, I read this analysis by Yogendra Yadav about what this would mean for UP, the the sort of seat divisions and all of that, and uh, all the different scenarios that uh, he comes up with have basically the BJP and the SPBSP alliance kind of splitting it one way or the other with the balance shifting. But the Congress getting really very. Uh, little out of it which which is you know quite interesting and and if that therefore means that the bjp gets say around 150 160 170 seats in a worst case scenario for them what do you guys think uh, uh, the the next government would uh, consist of would look like see this is the ground situation i mean congress has been decimated in uh, up hmm. and the two parties uh, if you look at the voting trend also so they are the ones who finish first and second Uh, you know in most of the constituencies but having said that uh, we cannot forget that uh, rahul gandhi once he when he initially came into politics and uh, the congress had 121 seats from up if i'm not wrong 22 yes 22 seats right so i and 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 to this time i think it's going to be very uh, it, it will be very interesting to see how rahul gandhi is going to respond to it how the congress is going to respond to it i feel that sonia gandhi is not going to contest from raibareli oh really It's just an apprehension hmm. uh, by talking to few politicians uh, in the party uh, so if she doesn't contest then who is going to so uh, looking at the past in 2004 i had gone to raibareli uh, covering the when satish uh, mishra had yes, yes. handed over this to uh, you know uh, sonia gandhi if she doesn't contest i see the second most popular person over there is priyanka gandhi okay she knows people by name in that uh, constitution she is the one she was the campaign manager of right. uh, her mother all this while mm-hmm. so if priyanka gandhi contests uh, from up and uh, as the rumors are that varun gandhi also hmm. joins the Congress. Congress. So the two guys making a team, a formidable team, hmm. to 
lead the UP charge. That is going to be very interesting. Anand But I, having said that, I must say that uh, or in terms of an organization, Congress is very weak. No, so the challenge is coming from the top. The to two top leaders, if they can generate, you know, some kind of heat. But as Amit asked, if there's 150 to 170 seats, which the BJP gets, what would the next government look like? Would it be an NDA government at all? No, if there will be an NDA government, it will be a minus... Uh, With Modi. Modi? Minus Modi. Minus Modi. So you think there'll be a PM other than Modi from the BJP? Okay, that's... Amit, that is... That I don't think the so. Seats. So... No, in case, in case there are highly unlikely. No, in case BJP gets 170 to 190, it will be minus P, uh, minus Modi. All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.